Hello, and welcome to the CDI podcast. I'm Dylan Edgel, Assistant Director of the University of Central Arkansas Center for Community and Economic Development. Today, we have two very special guests from Startup Junkie and The Conductor. Jeff Amarine is the founder and managing director of Startup Junkie Consulting, and Jeff Standridge serves as the managing director for The Conductor and teaches entrepreneurial finance and innovation leadership in the College of Business at the University of Central Arkansas. Together, they've written a book called Creating Startup Junkies, about creating sustainable entrepreneurial ecosystems in unexpected places, which is available now. Jeff and Jeff, welcome. Thanks, Dylan. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Uh, so, so to start us off, I just kind of wanted to talk about Startup Junkie um, and, and how you guys get, got started and how you guys kind of spread to central Arkansas through the conductor. Yeah, well, it all begins with a story that includes bourbon and bad habits, which is probably not what your your listeners are looking for. But, but I was a, I was a, a serial startup entrepreneur, kind of by affliction. Uh, before starting Startup Junkie, I had been involved as the founder, co-founder, CEO, or CTO of of nine different startup ventures along the way. And back in uh, 2008, while I was at the university running the tech commercialization function for the University of Arkansas, Tom Dalton, who at the time was the executive director for the Innovate Arkansas program, asked me if I would be willing to do a little bit of, of startup consulting because he knew he knew I had been an operator and whatnot. And it was a side hustle in the beginning. And I thought, sure, be happy to do that. Sounds like fun. Kind of keep me engaged with the startup scene. One thing led to another. And 13 years later, 25 team members a couple of different brands with the Startup Junkie and Conductor brand and and, and hopefully uh, having a significant impact on the entrepreneurial and innovation ecosystem in, in uh, not only Arkansas, but maybe beyond. Yeah, and um, you know, I uh, I enter the world of, of innovation and entrepreneurship from that of being what I call, you know, and others call an entrepreneur and a change agent. So uh, an entrepreneur uh, doing entrepreneurial things, but doing it within the safety net of a corporate salary. Uh, spent a number of years for Axiom Corporation, uh, started uh, companies literally from the ground up in two different countries and then acquired companies in multiple geographies around the globe. And, uh, and, and also being a change agent within, within those uh, uh, organizations of, of uh, looking for better ways to do things we had done before or more efficient and, and more effective ways of doing things that had done before, or perhaps even new ways of, of, of uh, operating. And so um, had the good fortune of connecting with, with Jeff uh, Amarine and others in the entrepreneurial ecosystem as an investor first, uh, investing in, in uh, uh, Gravity Ventures, uh, a group that he and I are both, uh, have both in, been in and, and in his fund up in Northwest Arkansas, Tonic Funds, uh, another fund, Hayseed, where we were both uh, investors and board members, and then starting a fund here in 2015 called Cadron Creek Capital uh, that Jeff invested in as well. And so we, we started connecting uh, through co-investing and, and investing in, in funds together. And then uh, as chair of the chamber in, 2000 start, in 2013, I started uh, looking at Conway and why, why weren't we having more entrepreneurial activity here given that we had two very large technology-based organizations and three institutions of higher education. And that led to uh, more interactions with Jeff, uh, uh, Jeff and his team connecting with, uh, at, that, at that time, President Tom Courtway at UCA and uh, fast forward another 
uh, I guess almost three years from there, um, we we launched the conductor in 2016, November of 2016. Yeah, and I, I mean, your 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 work has been very influential on the Central Arkansas region. I know the Northwest Arkansas region, and me personally, I was an, uh, an intern at the conductor, so I appreciate y'all uh, you know, investing in me as well. Um, uh, absolutely, and we we appreciated having you, and and really glad that you're um, a, a colleague and and also a, a partner over at the CDI now. All right. Now I wanted to talk about y'all's new book, uh, Creating Startup Junkies. So uh, could you guys give me the, the pitch for the book um, and, and kind of why you wanted to write this and publish this uh, now? You want me to start? Yeah, I'll start with that. So so the, 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 the thing that's interesting or that was maybe somewhat compelling is uh, no one really expects on a worldwide basis that a startup scene could be formed in a place like Northwest Arkansas or Conway or Little Rock or really anywhere that's not Silicon Valley or Boston or, or maybe Boulder or Austin. It's just, a, it's an unexpected place. And yet through a lot of people's hard work, kind of a coalition of the willing and through some catalytic things that happened like the Millikan Institute report from back in 2001, where they talked about the fact that we would be last in nearly every category you want to measure unless we recreated the the economy with more more knowledge and technology-based businesses. There were some catalytic things like that. And so having lived that process now of it starting from pretty much a green field in the the middle, uh, early 2000s to now being pretty robust, we thought "There's there's a story here. There's a roadmap here. There's a way we went about it. There's some lessons that we learned. Maybe we could put that together in some form of book and 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 to give credit where credit is due i had wanted to put a book out with some of these learnings but i had no idea where to start and jeff sandrich has been down this path a couple of times before so in this case he was definitely the mentor and the guide that that continued to drive this project forward to where we've now got the book that's out on amazon and, and ready to launch so it's it's been a real journey and it's it's been a complete team effort, lots of uh, credit to many members of the team that were involved in providing content and editing and just making sure this is something that people would get utility out of. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And, and, and to echo just one, it has been an absolute team effort. Um, uh, Tiffany Henry, whom I, I know you know, uh, Dylan, has been, uh, was very, very involved in, in kind of serving as the editorial lead, so to speak, in, in ushering this, this book forward. And, and, um, you know, and and because of Jeff's background, and I've said for years, Jeff Amaran, that is, I'm not talking about myself when I say Jeff. Uh, <laughs> not, not having a Bob Dole moment there. <laughs> I'm, I'm not speaking in the third person in case you wondered. Uh, <laughs> Jeff is a, Jeff is a, uh, he's a connector and he's, and he's always been a connector and, and connecting the people and, and, uh, and, and it will always put the needs of the ecosystem ahead of himself and ahead of his uh, his own organization. If 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 the needs of the ecosystem are going to benefit, then that's what we're going to do. And I really appreciate that about him. And so he he needed to be uh, uh, his learnings that started uh, uh, needed to be captured in a book. And and uh, and so we're re- just really excited to to be able to to put it out to the world uh, tomorrow. Yeah, very very exciting. I have it pre-ordered on on my Kindle. Uh, so, so one other uh, resource that you guys publish along with the book is the Venture Ecosystem Building Canvas, um, which is available free on y'all's uh, website, Creating Startup Junkies. Um, so can you talk a little bit about 
that framework um, and how you see communities utilizing that framework? I'll start with a little bit of that just to yeah. give kind of where it came from. And then I want Jeff to really drive it home because he was he was really the the prime mover behind that piece. So we've all seen the great utility that it comes out of a business canvas, the lean canvas process, customer discovery, all that sort of way of, of establishing your assumptions on one page, identifying your gaps and your risk, and then, and then working to de-risk what you're doing. So the same logic kind of applies if you're looking to assess where you are in terms of venture ecosystem. And with that, I'm gonna turn it over to Jeff Standridge to talk about more of the details. You know, when, when the conductor was at its origin, uh, the very first steps that were taken uh, and uh, was uh, President Courtway uh, engaged Jeff Amaran and his team to do a, a deep assessment of Conway and to look at, you know, what are our strengths, our weaknesses, our opportunities, et cetera, and, and what are the assets that we have available and how could those effort, assets be leveraged toward the creation of a sustainable venture ecosystem. And so we knew as we were writing the book that we, we needed to give a tool to communities that want to do this themselves. You know, uh, anytime I speak to a group, uh, I always say uh, a group about building uh, uh, an entrepreneurial ecosystem is point number one is to gather a group of committed change agents. Uh, and number two, to start where you are. And uh, many times organizations or communities think that they need to start where someone else did. And, and, and unfortunately, too often, that means they need to start by building a building or finding a building or buying a building or leasing a building. And what they find is they then spend 80% of their time trying to keep the lights on, raising money to keep the lights on, and 20% of their time actually doing the programming that they wanted to do in the first place. And so, you know, the conductor, we still yet to have uh, a physical space other than the offices uh, that, that, uh, that I lease here as part of our arrangement. And, um, but that's okay. We started as a movement and, you know, four years later, a very large benefactor in Conway Corporation said this movement needs a home. And so they've acquired the city hall and they're renovating it and it will become the Arnold Innovation Center uh, from which the conductor will operate. And so all of that to say, we wanted to give communities, economic developers, chamber CEOs, university presidents, whomever those groups of committed change agents are, we wanted to give them a tool to actually assess their community and to, to systematize that process to make it easy to look at the four pillars that we talk about in the book of talent, culture, community engagement, and access to capital. And how could they assess their assets in that regard and then how could they identify those assets that they could most easily deploy first, second, and third uh, into building out a roadmap for actually launching their, uh, launching their entrepreneurial build, uh, ecosystem building initiative and then planning the overall execution of that. Yeah, and, and kind of building off of that, you know, we work with um, a lot of more rural communities, uh, smaller communities in Arkansas. Um, and, and this book is all about creating those ecosystems in unexpected places. So um, I, I kind of wanted to talk about how these smaller, more rural communities can, can still take advantage of the um, you know, offerings of Startup Junkies, the conductor, and specifically of uh, the book Creating Startup Junkies. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, it really doesn't matter the, the, the size of the area. Uh, I think there's some basic principles in here 
that can be used anywhere. And, and, and Jeff talked about the four pillars, doing an assessment of where you are. It's also the mindset of what are the assets we have? What are the aspirations or the vision we have for the area? And then what are the market realities or the constraints? Mm -hmm. So with that kind of a mindset, it really doesn't matter. You could be a town of a few thousand people. You could be a, a, a metro area. You could be a place that needs to reinvent itself. These are basic principles about kind of cataloging what you have and envisioning where you'd like to be and then identifying the the, the people that are actually going to help you make that happen. So I think it works just as well in rural areas as, as areas that are a little larger. Well, in fact, I would agree that the, the entire premise of the book is unexpected places. And uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas, uh, although might be a little more expected than some places, given, given what's in Northwest Arkansas, Conway, Arkansas um, is an unexpected place. And uh, the work that's been done in Searcy, Arkansas is an unexpected place. And so, um, and, you know, there's some work going on in Clarksville, Arkansas right now uh, that is very much an unexpected place. And so, uh, you know, we're not Silicon Valley, we're not New York or Boston, and we're not Austin or Nashville. Um, and so we believe that the, uh, that the venture ecosystem building canvas um, that was put together using a variety of other tools and tips and tricks and what have you, uh, it made sense for us here in an unexpected place. And if it can make sense for us in this unexpected place, it can make sense in uh, another one. And, and Dylan, a, another follow-on thought with that. For the, the past more than 70 years, probably 100 years at this point, there's been global a movement towards urbanization, which for rural areas, what that really has implied up to very recently in the pandemic is that they're, they're losing in many instances their best and brightest because there's not mm -hmm. the kind of opportunity to keep young people in some of these more rural areas. Well, with the democratization that's occurred in the internet and, and digital access to broadband and the fact that you can work from anywhere, having the kind of template like we describe and creating startup junkies and the tools that are there will tell an economic developer or a mayor or, or a, an institution, community college, how they can begin to build something where they are that's meaningful to capture people that otherwise might think there's no opportunity, they've got to go to a major city. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, Jeff and Jeff, I really appreciate y'all's time. Uh, I'm really excited to dig into this and I'm excited for our communities to start digging into this too, to start creating their own entrepreneurial ecosystems uh, across Arkansas. You know, we're just one one big small town. Uh, I know we're all kind of here for each other. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, we appreciate that so much. And we, we would guide people to um, certainly the, they can find the book on Amazon. If they want to go to creatingstartupjunkies.com, then they're going to be able to download not only the venture ecosystem building canvas itself, but uh, some other uh, resources as well uh, and, and samples of the book. And uh, we'll continue to build out that page uh, with other resources in the coming days and weeks. All right, Thanks awesome. for having us on. Thank you. Yeah. It was great. Absolutely. Very much. Uh, on upcoming episodes of the CDI podcast, we'll feature CDI graduates and participants, community partners, and community and economic development experts from across Arkansas and the Mid-South. We hope you join us next week on the CDI podcast.